Hey, I'm Rich. And I'm Ruben. And welcome to Clarity, where we discuss the ideas and experiences that shape how we think and live in today. Doing that with us is our friend, Ross Knight. Hey, Ross. Hey. Welcome, man. Today, we're going to, in this episode, we're going to chat with Ross about how to find peace, how to find positive ground, and how we can better relate um, in our divided world and our divided community. But before we, before we do that, we're going to shoot the breeze. And talk about everything and nothing. What is that? I love I talking know. about nothing. So Ross, I'm a fan of the New York Mets, and <laughs> for some reason, since you're a son of the South, I'm going to assume you're a Braves fan. Is that a valid assumption? Wow. Yeah, actually. <laughs> Pro- profiling <laughs> like, right there. Huh? I mean, like, it's you like, the team, did it's you the like team go on my Facebook wall or something? No, like, then I feel discover like, I was a Braves fan. So we went. <laughs> Ross and I went to Southern around the same. Like we overlapped in our Southern time. And did I feel we? Like I, I, I didn't even know that. Did we? I didn't have a beard at the time. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, no I know like when you're in school and everything, you don't really see or connect that much with those who are not in the same class as you, mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. in your junior and senior year, you're kind of like in class with the same people. So yeah. I, don't know, I didn't really know the people below me. So I was so, fresh. So Ross, what, what do you go to seminary as well? Like to Andrews? I was, I was up there at Andrews from August, 2012. And then I finished in December 2014. Yeah, so probably we overlapped. Just your last semester was my first semester. Ah, okay. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I was just wondering that as well. And he well, was long gone by the time I went to yeah. seminary. Well, I will say the confession, though, you guys probably actually got your degree before I did. Because I was actually, <laughs> what? So, so, so what happened was this is, is that story. I was actually pulled out just a little bit early. Um, because there was a need for uh, churches that were open. Oh, okay. I actually could have finished that final semester, but I had a job that I was really enjoying in the dorm. And so uh, what happened was is that I took like a very few amount of credit so I could let it stretch over a little bit longer. All right. But then they called me and they're like, hey, when did you come out? So I checked to see if I could finish online and they said I could, but they overlooked one class that was not available online. <laughs> wow. And it was four years later before that class became available wow. online. And I finished it. I actually just got the degree at the end of last December. Wow. Uh, so nice job, man. Yeah. Anyways, well, you congrats. guys passed me up. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, um, now you need you guys. I just I just came here five years ago. I have no team, so I'm not Braves. No, no. Mets. Mets. I actually forgot the name of the. You a race. soccer fan? I, I like I'm soccer, but I name. still like Cassie, my wife. Uh, she's from Michigan, so she's really uh, into her Lions and and the who? The, uh, Detroit Lions. Do they play football in Detroit, Ross? Ugh, no. I mean, well, <laughs> well, well you well, just you thing, just said Lions. The, you just guys mentioned two Stafford. teams that are like my some of my least favorite teams. Like I'm a Braves fan in baseball, and I'm a yeah. Packers fan in football. So yeah. Just well, totally she is, laid, laid she out is two a teams Lions fan, and she is the what is the what is the, the team the best yeah Pistons. oh Pistons the Pistons yeah no, I don't really care and, about and them. they're they're really well they're really bad they're but she's a, she's anymore. a loyal fan mm-hmm. and I need to find a team and I don't be I don't want to be a bandwagon you know like hey I'll, I'll recruit you I, I well, can give you some good teams we'll, we'll talk we'll talk about that Blake we'll talk Griffin about Ross? that later what's that do the Pistons still have Blake Griffin yeah I think so I mean. In NBA, I follow kind of loosely. I'm a Hornets fan, but like it's that's I, a local I, team. I, I like, I like college basketball better. Yeah. Mm. Who are you for college? 
UNC Tar Heels. Yeah. Well, well, well. When it comes to college, I think yes. the Spartans are good. Who? Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan State. They are. They're Draymond good. Green was a Spartan. Yeah. Yeah. So just saying that, that, that I, good. I already picked. Yeah. Rich, I don't know why, but like I never pegged you for a sports fan. You know, we just don't hang out enough. I just, I, I don't know. think so. I, there have been times where I was obsessed with the NFL. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have same. cable TV right now. Uh-huh, I follow same. bit by bit. I, I was watching last night's game a little bit. And I got to tell you that the raps, I really think they could beat the Warriors. They won't sweep them. That's impossible. <laughs> Once they go series. back to the Oracle, the Warriors will win. What's funny is when the people hear this podcast, they're going to be like, that was like yeah. that yeah. Was <laughs> long ago. That was like one month ago. <laughs> yeah. And we know, we're from the future and yes. we know who won. <laughs> Yeah. So look at me. Look at me as a fool or a genius. Either way, that's I'm not maybe sure. Maybe you're a prophet, man. And oh, I'm not maybe. a prophet. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be a Mets fan if I was a prophet. Let's be honest. That's true. You can be a that's prophet true. if you're a Mets but fan. Maybe you, you just are. know that they're not going to go very far <laughs> ever. <laughs> All right. Oh man. So today's conversation is pretty much uh, about communication. We're mm-hmm. communicating about communication, and and Ross said he's really passionate about something. What what, what were you passionate about, Ross? You, you were telling us a few minutes ago. Well, yeah, I've gotten more and more passionate about this over the years, and that's just simply, you know, I guess one of my greatest frustrations is is never so much about someone's specific opinion, like it's if someone says that they believe something or or think someone should live this way. That's usually not the thing that bothers me. What usually bothers me is <clears throat> when they treat someone who believes differently or lives differently or does something differently and has no ability to maintain a friendship or a relationship with them based on that disagreement. Yeah. So you could apply that to church. You could apply that to politics. You could apply that yeah. to you know, the fact that Rich is a Mets fan and I'm a Braves fan. Yeah, and I'm a nobody's fan. <laughs> my my and wife that, is and a Braves you don't fan, even, by the way. That you don't like sports or... or I, I do, though. Oh, you do like sports. I, I do, that. yeah, I do. Don't like American sports? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, wah, wah, I'm from wah. South America, as you reach safe. Oh, oh, there you go. oh, yeah, good point, good point. Yeah, yeah. So Where that. they have real sports. It's true. Right? I yeah. actually am enjoying uh, football a lot lately. Uh I've just finished uh, learning finally this last Super Bowl, the rules and stuff, and uh, it kind of makes sense now. <laughs> but, <laughs> Maybe you'll be a Panthers but, fan. But it is it. Uh, well, probably, probably. I mean, honestly, it, it is a human thing to get and just be with people that think like you, uh, or do the same things like you, and that is, a, I think, it's a human. Uh, thing that happens even in among among our churches or if you're not going to a church in your community it's really likely that your friends right now are people that have the same interests and and that's all right but does that mean that it ends there hmm. the word is tribalism you know like like i'm only going to spend time <clears throat> i'm only going to spend time with someone that's a part of my tribe or is in my camp yeah. You know, someone that is, okay, so I am, I believe this way and I'm only going to surround people that believe exactly that same way. And then when you think about it, those are the only things that are speaking into your life are just kind of confirming everything that you say or do or believe. Yeah. And when that's the case, 
you know, I don't really, it's, it's hard to grow as a person, honestly, because you kind of just stay at one point. There's not a whole lot of growth there. Yeah, there's no growth if there's no resistance, right? Yeah. There's no challenge. That's, that's true. Uh, like, as much as I love my, some of my church uh, members that are from, I have four churches now. I'm talking about that. In our Spanish churches, we have an event going on a few months ago. It was a year ago, actually. And they are from Mexico. Most of them are from Mexico. I'm not from Mexico. I'm really, I'm really missing out in many things, I guess, there. But there was a, a time where we have a conference going on and we had to go out to eat. And there were many options in the area. There were like Italian food, Thai food, like Chinese food or uh, what other option? I think there were many other options. And they say, oh, let's go out to eat. And for them, it was a no-brainer. They had to go to a Mexican restaurant. That was a no-brainer. I told, And they said, let's go there. And it's like, you guys, you guys are going to a Mexican restaurant. You eat Mexican <laughs> food every day at home. And, and, and I visit you guys. You guys have really awesome food, even better than you could get it at, at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. I say, oh, no, 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 but we don't like the other food. So it was really interesting how we just go to something that we know. Uh -huh, uh -huh. It's the fear of the unknown sometimes, or it's just the, the hate or the, I don't know. Like mm -hmm. it's what, I, what I've seen happen is that it's like we don't allow people into our realm of influence until uh, we don't allow someone in our realm of influence if they, you know, we have them labeled in some way. And so we're like, I don't want them speaking into my life because I know already what they're going to say. And it, it's like we would like that we don't want them in our lives because we want to continue to hate them. You know, mm. it's like, think about it when you are in a relate, when you have a relationship with someone and you grow in that relationship and you, and you grow to learn things about them. And then suddenly you've been friends for years and then you find out something about that person and you're like, well, you know, I can accept that. I, I know him. He's a, he's a really good person or she's a really good person. She's always been really friendly to me. I, you know, yeah, that's, you know, she may like that person, that political person, you know, mm -hmm. but you know, that really is a sweet person to me that because you remember the good experiences that you have with someone. Mm -hmm. And so you're like, okay, well, now that I know that person, I don't hate them as much, but as long as I don't know them and I know that they are in that camp or whatever, then it's like, okay, I'm going to continue to de demonize them and make sure that they're not in my life. You know, does that mm -hmm. make sense? Am I? Yeah. 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 I'm kind of all over the place. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no it's no, fine. No. Rich, you're going to say something, I think. I think it's just so interesting that here's my experience with this. I, um, I was a nominal Christian for quite a while and, um, hopefully I'm not repeating myself too much for everyone here. And, um, then I made that switch. We talked about when I got towards being more spiritual, I also was taking on a spiritual policeman persona. And part of the reason why I felt like everyone should be like me is that the people that I was experiencing who I knew had authentic Christian experiences were this way. So I equated having an authentic Christian experience with this. But then I came back to Southern and I saw amazing mentors, amazing people who were the exception. And that slowly, slowly started to eat away, eat away, eat away, eat away, eat away at these biases that made me, um, that helped me to not question as much the um how tied to scripture what mm -hmm. i was believing was so i think the thing about tribalism is that it doesn't just um make me treat others differently 
it harms me. It holds me back from something myself. So what you're saying is that your experience there, it was the exposure with people yeah. that actually led you to... It was not the information. You could go to Wikipedia and get information about exactly. people that the have something against you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gave me an openness to the information. Exactly. So, and that is one of the biggest mistakes that we as pastors, Ross is a pastor as well. Mm-hmm. We say that he was a pastor. Yeah, he's a pastor as well. You have a new responsibility right now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And he's really excited for that. Just moving there. I saw his pictures and the moving and the house and everything. Yeah. I mean, I've been in Spartanburg for like six months now, but yeah. my wife was continuing to teach up in Boone and uh, Banner Elk area. Bless so that's her. where she was finishing out her school year. So yeah. we bought a house in that in between times. So. Yeah. So that's cool. So as pastors, we usually uh, see that there's this mistake that some people do. You, you know, in order to try to find out what's in the other side of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. We go to Wikipedia or we go and just try to read something. Let's say you are against Muslims and then you you you, you check something about uh, Islam and you read, you read, it's like, wow, this seems a little crazy, you know? But wouldn't it be actually better you to go to the closest Islamic center in your, in your neighborhood and then, hey, talk to the Iman and talk to the people there and actually see that it's not about a bunch of beliefs. It's, it's, it, we're talking about people believing something. Mm-hmm. It's not about the beliefs. It's people believing something. So, so I'll give you an example. You know, back in, I mean, it's still a huge debate, obviously. And I'm going to go, I'm not talking about the debate of women's ordination or anything like that. Okay. So I'm not, no, you going, can. You can. Uh, but I'm not, uh, that's not <laughs> <a> point. <laughs> you don't want to spend the time there. That, that's not the, I have plenty to say on that thing, but I'm not, <laughs> I, that's not the realm I'm going into. But yeah. so when I started in Boone and Banner Elk, it was in January, 2015. So we were about five, six months into going into that vote or whatever. And, you know, so I had spent the last six years trying to to kind of make up my mind where I stood on the issue, you know, mm-hmm. and I am still very firmly in the camp that I believe in affirm women in ministry and believe that women should be ordained as pastors. Mm. That's my personal stance. Yeah. And I remember while I was in, while I was studying, I surrounded myself with all sorts of people that believed exactly as I did. Oh yeah. And then, and then in January, 2015, I found myself pastoring two churches with filled with wonderful people, but who at least on an outward appearance seemed to feel 100% in the opposite camp that I felt. Yeah. And so I was in this situation where I was thinking, all right, I just need to educate every single one of them. And they Mm -hmm. obviously they've not heard any of the, they've not really studied this out. They don't have any reason to feel the way that they feel. And so, and, and I just need to educate them as to why they should believe exactly the way I do on, on the issue. And I just kind of felt, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to change this. And, and in fact, I, I did, I preached a sermon where I kind of let people know, I'd never really spoken with it with people. So I just kind of let people know, you know, where I stood, they can get a, a sense as to where I was. I was trying not to attack anybody, Yeah. but I, you know, it was so interesting to me as, as time has gone on and I spent time ministering with these people and, and, 
being in their homes and and getting to know them on a on a on a different level i stopped caring about the fact that they many of them disagreed with me on that particular issue mm. you know it, it started to be like and they started to accept me also because as they got to know me they weren't as suspicious of me anymore it was more just like all right we're just we're in this marriage of ministry together now yeah. and and we're working together and you know Honestly, I, I think we broached the subject a, a few more years later, and I remember we were sitting in potluck, and several people who I knew at least a few years before had been very staunchly against women or ordination were very excited to talk about it and dialogue and share mm-hmm. where they were coming from. And and really, what the crux of the matter was is everyone just wanted to follow and do what the Bible told them. Yes. Follow their interpretation of the Bible, yeah. and they were none of them were coming from this like bad spot. You know, everyone I respected every single one of their opinions, even the ones that you know I'm still in this camp, they're still in that camp, and yet I could not consider them better friends than I do right now. So it's about wow. relationships. I hear you when mm-hmm. you say like uh, the church members being weary, weary of you. Um, the first time also when I had an uh, elders um, uh, meeting with my first district, I don't, I'm going to say which church, I'm not saying say which elder, mm-hmm. but uh, that elder specifically oh, say- Oh, that guy, right? I know that, you're talking about. elder <laughs> guy. Just no, kidding, no, no, just no. kidding, just Actually, kidding. Well, I don't know anyone yeah, there. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and then that person say, this word says here we don't want Andrews University theology. We don't that's not welcome here. So I I graduated from Andrews University mm-hmm. and they knew that and they thought that I was gonna bring like a whole bunch of things that apparently Andrews brings and they were a little like cautious with me. But then I I approached to them and it's about being intentional relationships that now that person that elder is one of my closest allies in ministry yeah and and it just takes to put a name on 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 someone that probably believes in something that probably you are not agree with Mm -hmm. that actually it makes things different it makes things different Mm -hmm. and and that's a beauty of uh human beings you know god has created us with that relational uh crave but sometimes we just want to shut it down or pretend that it does not exist that's Mm -hmm. the other that there is a problem the other problem like uh, some churches, in order for not to deal with this issue of women's ordination, they say this is forbidden talk. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's right. And that's mm-hmm. not. And 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 some people like on, on homes, they said uh, politics. Politics is not allowed. We don't talk about that. No. Mm-hmm. And it that's all. That's not the solution either. You know, that's not the solution either. We we need to talk, but probably I don't know. Be open to get to know people and be intentional with that. Yeah. I hear you, Russ. And you know, I, I was reading a book. It's entitled "Them." Okay, so the, the book is called "Them." And what's so neat about it? And it, it's written by uh, it's written by someone who is I, I think he's a senator or or something. He's he's really? of, a, of a particular party, but it's not a political book at all. It, huh. It's it's interesting. What he's talking about is he he's talking about the thing I was talking about before, tribalism, which he's saying what we need back in this country is people 
to be able to come to town events like a town basketball game or a high, like root for a local high school basketball team and and have someone who is on one political party and another political party and still be able to sit on the bleachers together and root for the same team and still uh, have community with each other even if you find yourself voting one way or another way. And uh, I've found that book to be really, really helpful to me because when I think about it too, I think about my own things that I think about. I, when I, I'm not above, you know, finding myself judging someone or labeling someone uh, just by just by meeting them one time and thinking, okay, I know everything about you just by seeing one picture of you on Facebook or something like that. Yeah, you know, I don't. Many of us are guilty of that. I mean, I. I Maybe I'm alone in that. I don't know. Um, but I'm I'm trying to be really uh, be really careful with uh, social media when it comes to that because it just takes one wrong post. It just takes one wrong post, and people will take will just not either dismiss you or fight it with you or label you. Exactly, and I'm not above doing that. I've I've done that before. I say, okay, I see what that person's about, and honestly, I I can't. You know, it, it's like. I don't want to get to know some of these people because if I get to know them, I'm they're not I'm gonna realize that they're not as evil as I think they are, you know, <laughs> or they're not as they're not as terrible or horrible or mean spirited people that I have already yeah. concocted or labeled in my head. Mm. Um, and so when we do that, we do it where I really think we're missing out on a lot of great relationships and also having people a part of your family or a part of your tribe that could be there, but we don't let them in there because we've already attached a, a an extreme label to them. Mm. Wow. You know what I, I did today, Ross? I was outside the ACBC. And I Which up is a, the bookstore. Yeah. So we're Seventh-day Adventist Christians and we do things like we... Camp part meeting. Of, yeah, camp meeting where... And not a lot of parts of our church do the same where we're for a week. We come to this location. We're all, it's like a big giant conference center and there are seminars or children's programs and all the pastors volunteer in a certain part. And there's a big bookstore and I'm out there and there's used books. And I picked out a book by Jack Sequera. And ever since I took class from Stephen Bauer, and this was not his intention, because Dr. Bauer talked about his theology and some things he taught in addition to a few others and potential pitfalls, um, I treated it like a, a black book. Don't bother with mm. Sequera then. Mm. But you know what? You know what happened the minute I went to seminary? I was staying at uh, my buddy Ryan Neal. We were roommates at Southern. And then when Carolina sent me to seminary against my will, um, <laughs> the, he was also going to go to, to PT school at Andrews. And we're like, yes, 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 yes. At least we'll be together. And so he's like, hey, I'm going to stay with some family friends. They're going to rent me a room for like nothing. They don't want to pay anything, but I'll pay some. You can come too. And so I did. And sure enough, uh, the Wheelers, Mr. Carol Wheeler, they're Carol and Carol. They're both named Carol. Mm. It's awesome. <laughs> wow. Anyway, um, and their son, Jonathan's a good friend of mine. Maybe he's listening. And it turns out he was raised uh, as a missionary's kid in Africa. First name basis with Uncle Jack Sequera. Mm. And so we had some conversations and I'm like, wait, don't, don't you believe this if you follow him? And he's like, no, I don't believe that. He teaches this. I believe this. Oh, okay. So like, and so now I, I picked up that Jack Square book and I bought it. I was like, let me actually read this thing. 
try to figure out what he was trying to say and take what's good and accept it and what's not and not accept it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I became really good friends with the wheelers. They came to my wedding. I spent tons of times of them time with them. Whenever I visited my wife, when she was still at Southern and I was at Andrews, I'd stay with them. They're like a second set of parents for me. And you know, if I, I could have had that jeopardized. I said, they're like Jack Sequera. There's dangerous things associated with his teachings. So what you guys saying is that we are missing out a lot by not engaging with conversations and relationships with people. Yeah. Just because we think or we we assume things. Yeah, I, I could potentially avoid yeah. reading a really good book that could have really helped me too. And yeah. yeah, we can miss out on so much on different sides of the coin the other side will get. Well, for me also, you know, I, I don't think it's wrong to want to be grounded in what you believe, for instance, yeah. like I, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's wrong to like, you know, for the women's ordination thing. Like I, I still feel exactly how I felt four years ago. Yes, but I will say it's not a turnoff to me when I meet someone who is in an opposite camp when it comes to that specific thing. For me, the biggest turnoff for me is the viciousness in people, how people treat each other. Uh, um, that have oftentimes is like, it's only like a one or two things that they are in disagreement over. But because of that, it's like, they can't even in worship together. You know, like there's some, there's some guys out there that, yeah, they have some interesting theology on some stuff, but you know what they're really good at mission work. You know what they're really good at? They're getting involved in their yeah. community. Or you know what they're really good at is being friendly or nice to people that, we somehow, maybe we've got the theology right, but we don't know how to be a Christian to someone else. And we're reaching to the bottom line, to the practical side of this. And the reality that you just mentioned, Ross, is great because we all have something wrong in our lives. Oh, so mm-hmm. true. All of us. So sometimes it's easy to point out this book of this position of this man. Mm-hmm. This man has mistakes. I also have mistakes. I also have struggles i also have things that i need to improve probably not in the same area probably i have more have more clarity are you seeing the you see the pun there <laughs> uh, i mean i have more clarity in this I see what you did there. A, a aspect but i don't have clarity in this area. and that's the beauty of us as human beings if we're intentional we complement each other and the moments of clarity of all of us make make makes us a better version of ourselves and if you're a christian makes us restore and, and proclaim the kingdom of God, which is his character, which is who he is. And, and it, it is it's so beautiful to know that we are not perfect, yeah, as, as unlogical as it sounds, mm-hmm. because that means that we need to rely on each other. Mm-hmm. And, and this man that is doing mission work and I'm not doing, probably I need to learn from that. Yeah. We need to learn from everybody. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, I, and I think we can. And, uh, you know, for me... I find myself growing as an individual when I surround myself with people who are at times either, you know, more, someone's more liberal, someone's more conservative. Mm -hmm. It's good to have a variety of people to keep ourselves balanced ourselves. 
Um, because it's so easy to find ourselves in extremes, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. that's, that's kind of another thing I'm, I'm pretty passionate about is, is falling into an extreme behavior because what happens when you're, when you are, are falling into an extreme is you're bouncing between the two extremes. It's like you're ultra this or you're ultra that, you know, right. you're not finding yourself taking the good of either of those things. You're taking something <laughs> and, and just really getting in the chaotic side of whichever. And, yeah. and that's not something that we want to do. And that's often we find ourselves susceptible to that. If we only surround ourselves with, with, people who feel or act or do exactly the same things that we do. Yeah. And, and this in clarity, we're talking with Rich about their purpose of our podcast. It's not just to have an echo chamber. Like we just, yeah, that's the people, word I was looking for actually. Echo chamber. Yeah, we yeah. just people just like, we just, we just like hanging out with Ross. That's what we invited him. He's going to say whatever we want him to say because yeah. he's cool. But we want to like it, shut up and go away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, ultimately that's not what, we are here for and mm -hmm. not, not for this podcast and not for this world. And, and oh. this was a beautiful conversation. I really appreciate uh, you having your Ross here, having Ross here. See, I'm even working with my speech right now. And do you have any final uh, practical ways that we can engage with people? Uh, like a way that we can like as human beings, if you're a Christian, if you are seven day Adventist, uh, you're, you that are listening are probably struggling with this, gentleman or woman that is giving you trouble because does not believe what you believe or what, what can we do practically in order to, to move on out of our comfort zone? Well, uh, one of the first things I would say is doing something that you mentioned earlier, which is like those of you who are listening and you're on social media or something and you see someone post something and you're like, why would they post that? You know, like, don't they know all those things about whatever, you know, how could they do that? I'm just done with that person, you know, like how, don't write people off. Don't write people off before you've had an opportunity to, to get to know them on an individual level. Like don't mm. write, even if it's like something crazy that you that just stands completely opposite to the way you feel until you know that person, don't write them off completely. That's, that's one thing I would say. The other thing I would say is have a friendly spirit, you know, be friendly to the be friendly to those especially the ones that look and act differently from you um when we're willing to do that we break down so many walls and we break down so many barriers just simply by being a friendly person and carrying yourself in a friendly way now I want to be clear I'm not talking specifically about being a fake friendly I'm genuinely be friendly to someone serve serve other people regardless of of how you might think they are or believe when you do that you are breaking down barriers of hate that you might not even know exist mm -hmm. uh you might not know that you have prejudices in your heart that are there but you don't think you do until you start letting those things get weeded out and being able to uh connect on a way with a person that you maybe have never had that opportunity to do before and you know, as a pastor, I, you know, when I, if I'm in a more conservative uh, congregation and I'm speaking, I probably sound a little bit more liberal when I'm talking into a more liberal uh, congregation. Hmm. I might sound a little bit more conservative when I'm talking there. And I, that's purposeful for me because I'm always trying to challenge people beyond. It's like, I don't want to talk to you about all the things I know you're already doing well. You know, hmm. I don't want to talk to you about, I don't want it's, 
when we're preaching, it's not just about just like affirming every day. Like, yeah, this is great. You're, you want to be able to be willing to challenge people, but when they understand that there's a mutual respect there, I think they're more willing to listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, once they've gotten to know you, know what you stand for and how you've carried yourself or, or spent time, they're willing to listen and accept and respect what you're having to say because they know you as a person and they know you are a God-fearing, Christ-like individual. And when you demonstrate that, to me, I think that's something that's really helpful. And for those who aren't preachers, obviously, uh, it's just it's just how you carry yourself in a conversation with someone, being yeah. respectful, showing mutual respect, and also, like I said, just being friendly, being humble, and not absolutely trying to condemn every single person that believes different than you. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Ross, for spending this conversation with us. No, thanks for having me. Yeah, we we want to put that. I found the book you were talking about in the show notes, but Ross, you're also involved in a in a project or two. You have a youth rally at Spartanburg every year. You want a live to youth rally? Yes, a uh, live youth rally that's going to be happening. We had it last last March, and it's going to be in uh, early March of next year. Also, that's a that's a, an awesome uh, time that uh, we're typically shooting for people that are ages 13 to 18, but at the same time. You know, we get a lot of young adults that come for this as well. Um, and uh, yeah, we're, we're excited about uh, what's, to, what's to come. Uh, it's one that's been happening. I think next year is going to be our 12th year. It was my first year last year, but this was something started uh, started uh, over a decade ago and uh, draws a lot of people around the Carolinas and out of state as well. So uh, yeah, if you want to be a part of the youth, a live youth rally, we'd love to have you come. And uh, Living Free Podcast as well. Uh, it's the Walking Free Walking Podcast. Free. Now that's the that's a Oopsie. podcast that I that I um I'm one of the hosts for, and Evan Booyaker is the the main host. I do a little bit as well, but that one's for, directly through the Carolina Conference. That one's a podcast more designed to uh, reach young men, uh, and at the same time, it, w- there's a lot of different listeners that are not young men that enjoy it as well. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you can give mm-hmm. that a try. Well. well Thank you again, uh, Rich, for being here as well. I mean, I don't want to take you for granted, bro. <laughs> you keep thanking me for being here, and I just don't know what it yeah. means, but no, thank no, you for being fine. here too, it's I fine. guess. Yeah, this was a Ross, wonderful episode. Thanks, man. Thanks, Ross. Thanks, you uh, you guys are trailblazers. I'm telling you, uh, it's like uh, all of us younger pastors are coming in and doing things that never been done before in, in ministry and in, as mm. pastors, and it's it's really exciting to see. I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of more like the institutionalized guy that just kind of <laughs> does things as I'm supposed to be done. And you guys are like, no, let's start a podcast. This is awesome. Let's do it. Well, we, <laughs> we like connecting with people. And thank you, Ross, for the time. Well, yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, we want you that are listening also connect with us. We have a Twitter account. Uh, it's at Clarity slash. Uh, no, it's, it's not slash. It's at Clarity underline podcast. Underscore. Under, underscore podcast. See? We, 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 I've, you've done that like 12 times. I've yeah. Like yeah. You. That's fine. That's Despite fine. Me. And we why. have a Facebook account as well. Uh, you can correct me on Twitter and Facebook as well. That's fine. I'll, <laughs> I'll take that. Facebook.com slash clarity podcast. Please rate us, review us, uh, send us DMs, any questions, anything that you want us to talk about. We'll more, we'll be more than welcome to listen to you. Uh, we are in your favorite podcatcher. Tell your friends, your family. Thank you guys for giving us an opportunity of being part of your life for this episode. Please stay tuned for more. 
I'm Ruben. And I'm Rich. And this was Clarity. Clarity.